Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks, plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and ambitious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode 79 of season 7. I'm your man's E-Dub, back in the building one more time talking uh, Hawks basketball, man. Listen, we here, man. We here. Uh, <laughs> the Atlanta Hawks fall to the Milwaukee Bucks in game two of the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm sure most of you guys have uh, are aware of what had happened, what has <laughs> transpired. Uh, it was a butt whooping. <laughs> it was a butt whooping. And that's that's to put it lightly. And, uh, hey, man, sometimes these things happen. Sometimes these things happen. But we're going to talk about the game. Talk about uh, just some of the things uh, that we saw in the game and just kind of break it down and then move on. 
All right, this is a game that you, you know, hey, man, there, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. We're going to try to squeeze any uh, positivity out of this out of this uh, game if we can. Uh, those of you that are, are, are hip to the podcast, it's going to be interesting doing the Fab Five segment, but uh, we're going to get into it anyway. But first things first, man, we would love for you, we would love for you, we would love for you to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, right? Uh, what, do I, what I mean by that, and I say that all the time, but I never really explain myself. Let me tell you just briefly how this thing works. Um, when we get ratings on our podcast, that really helps with our credibility. It really helps with the ratings as far as being a credible podcast. Now, I know we're a credible po- podcast because I put out good content. And you guys are listeners and that you support me. And uh, I, I believe in, in the machine that we have going. So, you know, that we're credible. But we always want to rise to the top, right? We want to rise to the top. And one of the ways we rise to the top is by subscriptions and by ratings. So if you can do that for me, I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, those that have gone by and, and dropped us off some ratings and some five stars, uh, we greatly appreciate you. We greatly appreciate you guys. So. That's all I got on that. Make sure y'all follow the pod on Twitter at Hawks Beat and all your other social media platforms. And uh, let's get down with the get down, man. So listen, the final score last night. Let me, let me see if I can pull up the final score. It was a bludgeoning. We know that. But listen, at the end of the day, it's only one game. It's only one game. Um, final score, 125 to 91. And this game really got blown out. Uh, the doors really fell off in the second quarter. Second quarter, so uh, we can go. We can go through the recap and everything, but you know, all I really needs to know is in the second quarter, the Bucks scored forty three points and the Hawks scored seventeen. <laughs> and I said this. I said, "Listen, I said I didn't like the energy in the first quarter. Like I just didn't like it. You know." Understand that the Bucks were, were, were had their backs against the wall. No way they could go down 0-2 going back to Atlanta. There was no way they were going to let that happen. There was no way. And so you knew they were going to come out like crazed dogs. That's what they did. Like the defensive scheme, everything. Like there was no aspect of the game that the Hawks won. Not a one. Like, there was nothing that the Hawks did better than, than the, than the uh, I don't know why I was about to say the Grizzlies, than the Bucks. But first quarter, 28 to 34, I thought, again, I thought they just came out with more energy. And um, it seemed from the outset that, that the Hawks were just okay with just grabbing the split, to be honest with you. Like, from the outset, it seemed obvious that the Hawks were okay grabbing the split. Um, it put up minimal effort in that first quarter. Um, Trey had eight. Bogey got into early foul trouble, had to go to the line. I mean, had to go to the bench. And so Gallo comes in, and Gallo, you know, he, he keeps him afloat pretty decent. And, and I was like, listen, I was like, all things considered, um, with how well Milwaukee came out, and not only were how physical they were on defense, they were making shots. And they were making threes. And so the Bucks are good for like two or three of these like in a series, right? Like they're good for one of these games where they just, they they put up a whole lot of shots. And every now and again, they going to make a whole lot of shots. 
And it didn't necessarily kick in. Well, it kind of kicked in that first quarter. You know, they shot 58% from three, seven to 12. And so you're thinking, okay, there's no way they can carry that clip throughout the whole game. There's no way they can carry that clip. And they didn't. You know, they eventually came down to earth. But um, as, as a team, they shot over 52% from the game. And you didn't you didn't think that was sustainable, but it was. <laughs> it absolutely was for them, right? And the Hawks on the opposite side, thirty three percent shooting in that second quarter. Uh, they just couldn't get anything going. And uh, I, I was looking at some of the film from yesterday, and what they were doing uh, on the pick and roll that has that get that gave the Knicks fits. And that gave the Philadelphia 76ers fits. The Milwaukee Bucks were selling out on the pick and rolls. And unfortunately, Trey wasn't really making good decisions with the basketball. He had nine turnovers. And listen, after the game, he said, I got to be better. Like, I got to be better. So, you know. I know some of y'all get sensitive when I talk about Trey. He didn't have a good game yesterday. And there's nothing. Nobody had a good game. So, you know, I'm not picking on the boy. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have a good game. You know, nine turnovers, way too many, you know. But what they were doing, they were selling out on that pick and roll. When they ran the high pick and roll, you had guys like Middleton, Tucker. Everybody was selling out to the paint. So you had Trey running the pick. Let's say Capella was the roller. I thought Brooke Lopez did a great job of playing that middle ground between the roller and keeping Trey honest. But what was happening was you had guys who who were normally the help. Everybody was going to the paint. I saw one play that our guy uh, Glenn Willis, who uh, writes for the Peachtree Hoops, uh, does a great job of breaking down film. I should get him on the show one day. And... He was just showing one possession where they ran the pick and roll. Middleton left his guy. Tucker left his guy. And so you had all four guys converging into that space in the paint. And Trey was just still trying to, you know, do the pocket pass, throw the oops. And it was leading to turnovers all night long. So going forward, it's going to be interesting to see how Nate McMillan games plan, uh, how he, what, what adjustment he makes after that. Because that's all they were doing. They were just, they were, well, that's not all they were doing. They were just hella more physical. You know, they were hella more physical. And the Hawks didn't match them. Like, they didn't match the physicality. They didn't match anything. So, you know, it, it's, it, it is what it is, guys. Like, it, it just it just wasn't a lot to talk about, a lot to be proud about, a lot to write home about. You know, it, it was the same thing in all three, all four quarters. Um one aspect of the game that that was probably maybe the only bright spot for the Atlanta Hawks was uh, Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish got into the game. I think it was what quarter did he jump up in there? I think it was the second quarter. Um, Cam checked into the game, and it was the first time he had had any action. I, it was the first time he had any action since I think it was like four months ago. Four months ago. Yeah. So uh, second quarter, Cam Reddish checks in the game. You know, uh, I thought he played decent. Like, I thought he played decent. Like, I don't think it was like I saw some folks were like, well, maybe he should start next game. No, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. 
Um, he played. He played what? Fifteen. Well, what was the totality of his minutes? Uh, let me check. He played seventeen minutes. He's probably on a pitch count with his minutes. He's probably at a twenty-minute cap. Um, <clears throat> now, could you play him more? Could you play him? Like you can play him, but I definitely wouldn't start him. I, I don't. I don't think that's. I don't think that's wise. I don't think that's wise to say, hey, man. Like Bogey's. Bogey's definitely thugging it out on that one leg. I don't think you just throw Cam in there into the starting lineup. I don't think that would be irresponsible as a coach. But hey, I'm not the coach, so Nate's gonna do what he's gonna do. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, so uh, Cam Reddish comes in second quarter. Doesn't really do anything in that second quarter, but uh, third quarter, uh, he um, he doesn't get much time in the third quarter either. But listen. By the time the wheels fall off <laughs> in the fourth quarter, everybody's like, look, man, just let him go. You know, so fourth quarter, Cam plays the whole quarter. You know, he plays the whole quarter, goes four of nine, you know, uh, has 11 points in the quarter. And I thought it was a pretty decent showing. You know, by this time, the game is over. So you got guys like Chris Dunn. You got Nathan Knight in there. Skylar Mays getting some minutes. Uh, Tony, I mean, Nate pretty much just emptied the bench. He emptied the bench. Uh, even a Bruno Fernando, <laughs> even a Bruno Fernando sighting, right? And y'all got to start with the Bruno jokes, man. Y'all, <laughs> yeah. Listen, them thing, it, it, I'm always going to laugh at them, but some of y'all are wrong for them Fern, uh, Bruno Fernando jokes, man. But, uh, yeah, even Bruno got in the game, man. He even got a bucket, man. You know, four points. Holla at Bruno. But, uh, yeah, the starters starters didn't play the whole fourth quarter in, in Y. I mean, might as well rest them. Starters on both teams didn't play the fourth quarter. So, uh, everybody should be rested. I mean, at least the starters for the next game in Atlanta. But it was nothing really to write home about as far as the outcome. And uh, Hawks just outplayed in every facet of the game. So, um, we're going to cut this segment short. And I want to play some sound for you. Um, after the game, I uh, got with Nate McMillan. Uh, Trey Young spoke with the media. Cam Reddish. And uh, I think, who was it? I think it was Clint Capella. So, uh, I'm going to dig up some sound. Play some sound for you guys in the next segment. So, um, stick around. You listen to the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode 79. It's your man's E-Dub. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Manscaped. What's up, guys? It's your man E-Dub to once again tell you about Manscaped. Fellas, listen. It's about to be springtime in the city. Temperatures are rising. One thing you don't want, sweat coming from your man bush below the belt. Let's keep it real. The good folks over at Manscaped are here for your springtime trim. Listen, they have the waterproof lawnmower 3.0. That's going to give you that smooth bush to tush cleanup that some of you are in desperately need of. Let's keep it real. Or maybe you just need the weed whacker, Manscaped state of the art nose and hair trimmer. They have so many products from toners to deodorant to specially designed boxers. Manscaped is doing something special for just my listeners. Go to manscaped.com, use our promo code HAWKSBEAT. Again, it's manscaped.com, use our promo code for HAWKSBEAT for 20% off and free shipping. Manscaped, you'll be glad you did. Again, uh, anytime you can uh, go 500 on the road, uh, that's a good thing, especially in the playoffs. You know, we had an opportunity 
to get two. Uh, we got one, so we're, we're happy with that. Uh, but there's another level that we have to get to uh, where we are right now. You know, uh, you're playing for uh, a trip to the finals, and uh, they showed us that there's another level that we have to uh, get to play at uh, in order to uh, win games and events. You're going to have to play harder. You're going to have to play harder. Uh, you know, that intensity uh, that they came out with uh, wasn't a surprise uh, to us. Um, uh, but they showed that there's another level that uh, we have to get to. And uh, they totally just dominated uh, the entire game. That was Coach Nate McMillan um, after the game. Just saying, look, guys, uh, there is – better basketball that can be played and that needs to be played in order for us to advance. And I, I love that that analogy that he put up because, listen, everybody can be excited that you're in the Eastern Conference Finals, but that's not the goal. Like, if the goal is to win a championship, and if the goal is like, – like, I understand you're playing with house money and y'all shouldn't have been here. But if the goal is to win a championship, you got to push yourself. And he realized tonight, and they realized, he said as a team, they realized, like, look, man, like, it's cool. Like, you know, Trey's finally getting his little, you know, his his, his due. A lot of people are coming up and saying, you know, I did, I was wrong on Trey Young. He's finally getting his steez, and John Collins is getting his steez, and everyone's like, oh, the Hawks are for real. But listen, the Eastern Conference Finals is not the goal. The goal is a championship. And Nate is saying, look, if we need to get to where we're going, we need to get to a higher level. We need to play harder and we need to play better. You know, I mean, that that's that's quite simple of, of what he said. Um, Trey Young, I, I, I was going to play some Trey Young clips, but I want to go to Cam Reddish next. But Trey was pretty much just, you know, echoing the, the same statements of uh, Coach McMillan after the game. Totally admitted like he didn't play good. You know, he was like, I got to play better. You know, I got to play better. I got to, I got to, I got to, um, you know, I can't be that reckless with the ball. And that, I, I like the fact that he owned up to that. Like, and it's funny because stars will own up to their mistakes before fans will. <laughs> right? Like, like, Trey Young will come out and say, yeah, man, I didn't have a good game. But a fan would be like, man, why y'all criticizing Trey? Why y'all criticizing Trey? Look, man, that's, that's what he said. Like, why y'all getting mad at me? Like, that's what he said. He didn't have a good game, you know? Turn the ball over like, you know, can't turn the ball over like that. Like, that's your lifeblood. And the reason y'all are here is because he hasn't been turning the ball over, you know? But uh, I want to play play a little sound for you guys from uh, Cam Reddish to uh, hear what he had to say after the game. Um, trying to go from there. I'm not trying to 
give it too much thought, you know, because I can, you're just going to think yourself and God knows what. So uh, I'm just taking it day by day, and uh, I feel good right now, though. All right. That's, that's Cam Reddish. Uh, it was good to see him on the court again. Uh, we root for that kid. Um, you know, he's had to deal with, with injuries, you know, his first, what, this is year two, year three for Cam. Um, having to deal with injuries, man, it, it's, it's, it's tough on the mental, right? And it's got to be even tougher when you're, you're a young guy, you're, you're trying to figure it out, and uh, you can't get on the court because you're injured, you know? But look, man, he's here now, he's getting healthier, and uh, we wish the best for him, man. We wish the best for him. And uh, hopefully um, he can get more time in the playoffs. A lot of folks said that that was kind of like the bright spot of the game <laughs> was Cam Reddish. Uh, just seeing him back out there getting buckets. I know that John Collins spoke about it after the game. And John was like, look, man, it was just good to see my brother out there, you know, battling, getting some minutes, getting some buckets. Because injuries are tough. Injuries are tough. And especially on young guys when they don't really know how to navigate uh, the NBA landscape, or they're learning to navigate the NBA landscape. Now you tack on injuries, and now they got to figure that out. So, uh, salute to Cam for for fighting through it and getting through it, and hopefully he can stay healthy. And uh, you know, beyond this year, hopefully he can get healthy and, and stay healthy. And hopefully injuries aren't a thing with him. So, um, let's uh, transition into the good, bad, and the ugly. Um, for those who are part of the show that knows how we get down with the get down, we do a segment called the good, bad, and the ugly. And uh, we're going to try, we're going to try <laughs> to, to to pick out some good in the game. Now, there's, 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 there's certainly plenty of bad and there's hella ugly. <laughs> so sometimes it's just like that. But listen, obviously, the good for tonight is the story of Cam Reddish again, not to kind of rehash it. But I mean, it's... You you look at there's nothing in this in this in this game in this game report there's nothing that on the in these stats that are good <laughs> like I'm looking at the stat book and the stat book that I look at is the official box score the official score and it gives me all the stats quarter by quarter uh, it gives me everything that I need to know from a game perspective and I'm telling you I'm looking at every last one of these numbers and there's no good in here guys <laughs> it's no good in here and if there was I would tell you so I'm gonna go with Karen Reddish as my good tonight uh, <clears throat> just finally getting back onto the court after four months of rehab and injuries 17 minutes uh, 11 points, um, two rebounds and, uh, four of 10 shooting. And, uh, you know, Cam Reddish was definitely the gift for tonight. The bad, what would, I, what would I say is the bad? I would say the effort. Like, I mean, it, it there's, there's not, not, there's a lot of things that you can't control, but one thing you can always control is your effort. Yes, it is good that you're at least going away with the split. Nate McMillan said that. And, you know, it, it is a tall task to ask these guys because they didn't go home after the Philly series. And so they've been up in Milwaukee. They've been on the road for a while. And I'm not going to make excuses. You know, I'm not going to make excuses. You're a ball player. You know, you're a ball player. The one thing you can, your one thing you can control is your effort. And before the blowout happened, I didn't like the effort. 
I didn't like the effort defensively. Offensively, I didn't think it was there. Um, I just I didn't like the effort. Like it was just like, yeah, you got the one one, but why be satisfied? Right? Like why be satisfied with the one one when you can go two zero? Yeah, it would have. It was gonna be tough to get this game regardless. It was gonna be tough. But like at least I, I just I just need to see a better effort. I don't mind losing. Like I don't mind you guys losing the game. For me personally, and I'm again. I'm not, I'm not necessarily like a fan like some of you guys are. I just I just need to see more effort. So to me that was the bad. The ugly was shame man like the second quarter. Like seventeen to forty three. Like how do you make it stop? Like make it stop. Like everything about that second quarter was ugly. It was ugly. You let a team shoot seventy eight percent? Seventy eight? Like nah, man, nah. <laughs> like nah, what are you like? What are you doing? Like that's effort. You know, I'm not gonna bring up like old stuff, but there was once a guy that said, "Hey, I can't coach effort. You can't coach that." You know, so the the the, the ugly was, is definitely the second quarter. Um, yeah, that was the ugly. So yeah, that that was pretty easy to. To, to disseminate tonight so that was the good bad and the ugly i also do a segment and for those of you that are new i do a segment called the fab five i do a segment called the fab five we look at the five best players on the hawks tonight and this is going to be interesting uh for the playoffs it's typically been the starters but you know the starters didn't get that much burn tonight you know i think kevin herter played the most out of all the starters he played 30 minutes and uh you know, he had eight points. You know, nobody really, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Um, let me try to pick out five guys. Let me try to pick out five guys. I mean, and so do I go with the guys? All right, here's what we're going to do. I'm just going to pick them randomly. I'm not going to go in order or nothing. First guy, going to go with Gallinari. Gallinari, um, before the blowout happened, um, Gallo was doing his thing a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Making a couple buckets here and there, you know? Um, finished the game with 12 points. Now he did. I mean, the plus minus on this can be tricky because look, if you come out and play like during a blowout, you know, your plus minus is, isn't really that good. So I'm not really putting too much stock in the plus minus for tonight. Gallo 12 points and, uh, you know, off of what? Four or seven shooting. Yeah. I'll throw him in there tonight. I'll throw him in there tonight. Throw Gallo in there. Uh, we'll throw Cam in there. 11 points tonight. Uh, he was one of the few guys off the bench in double figures. Uh, we'll throw Gallo in there. We'll throw Cam in there. Um, who else can we throw in there? That's two. <laughs> I'm going to need three more. I'm going to throw JC in there. I thought, I thought JC, 11 points, eight boards. Um I always kind of like JC's effort, man. Like, sometimes I wish he would get a little... He, I, I wish he would get featured a little bit more. But I liked his effort. You know what I mean? Like, 11, 11 points, 5... You know, 11 points, 8 boards in 24 minutes. Um, the unit he was playing with... I mean, the starters, they just didn't play well. So, I mean, I thought he was decent. You know what I'm saying? If I'm picking 5, I think John will be in that 5. Um, let me see. Let me see. Ooh, this is ugly, guys. Uh, let's see. Who else? Who else? I got Cam in there. I got Gallo. I got John. Do we got any guards? What guards play good tonight? Uh, do I throw Dunn in there? You know, 10 minutes, 6 points. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
Shoot, why the hell not? I'm going to throw Dunn and Skylar Mays in there. <laughs> that, that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do for our Fab Five tonight because it was that type of game. I'm going to go John Collins, and I'm going to go four guys off the bench. I'm going to go Gallo. I'm going to go Cam Reddish, uh, Skylar Mays, and um, Chris Dunn just because we've been wanting to see Chris Dunn for a while. Finally got in there, you know. Six points, you know, did what he had to do. Made all four of his free throws. <laughs> and Skylar Mays. Just for the sake, I don't think I've had Skylar Mays in a Fab Five in months. So that's going to be your Fab Five for tonight, guys. Skylar Mays, Chris Dunn, Cam Reddish, Galinara, and John Collins. Thank you, and tip your waiter on the way out. Um, <laughs> another part of the show uh, that we typically do every week is the uh, I ask you guys after the game. Uh, I ask you guys after the game who was the player of the game, and I go back and read your tweets. Now, typically, when the Hawks lose, a lot of people don't want to don't feel like tweeting your boy, and I understand it. Like I get it, but I had a couple of tweets last night, so I'm going to read off some of the tweets. Uh, when I asked the question that I always asked, who was your player of the game? And everybody pretty much had the same answer. Had the same answer. Uh, Wispa2000 on Twitter said Cam Reddish. Hawkstan number one said Cameron Reddish. Um, let's see. C. Palmer34 said, let's go with Cam. Glad he was able to get some PT and back on his feet. Thanks for checking us out, Mr. Palmer. Michael Green, ATL. Said Cam Reddish. Uh, Broquan 9378 says Cam. My guy ATL Ramasaki says Cam Reddish. It was really good seeing him. We need his effort in this series. Uh, let me see if I got somebody else. Ho uh, Joe Cuervo. Uh, he said Reddish slash Dunn. Okay, Michael Dunn getting a, 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 a vote up in there. And uh, I think that's about it. I, 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 didn't, get, I didn't get much response. But it's all good. And, you know, this is kind of like the Cam Reddish show. So we're going to keep in, in line with that. We're going to call Cam Reddish the player of the game. So uh, that about wraps up this segment, guys. Will we be Ooh, tripping over my words. <laughs> we will be back after this quick message from our sponsors. And uh, we're going to wrap this thing up, man. We kept it kind of brief, but it's, it's not really much to dissect tonight. Uh, sometimes you just get your butt Sometimes you just get your butt whooped, and that's just what it is. You listen to the Speed Podcast, episode 79. It's your man, T-Dub. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Custom jewelry ships straight to your doorstep. Every piece will be uniquely yours. So if you are looking for some custom bracelets or necklaces, Go see our guy Jonathan at TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Again, that's TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Tell him the Hawksbeat sent you. You'll be happy you did. This segment is brought to you by Dow Family Wellness. Are you dealing with pain? No, I'm not talking about the pain when your team loses a ball game. I'm talking about back pain, neck pain. <laughs> well, listen, you need to go see our guy, Dr. Rick, the chiropractor of the Hawks Beat podcast. Whether you've been in an auto accident, you may be an expecting mother, suffering from migraines, any type 
neck pain or back pain, Dr. Rick is here to help. Dr. Rick and the good folks over at Dow Family Wellness use the latest in computerized technology to diagnose your issues and they have affordable cash plans. Here's what he's doing for our listeners. Consultation, exam, digital pics, computer scans, and an adjustment all for $37. Yep, I said it first time visit, $37. So call our guy, Dr. Rick, 470-395-3478. That's 470-395-3478. Stop letting that pain fester. Call Dr. Rick at Dow Family Wellness. Tell him the Hawks Beat sent you and take the first step to living pain-free. All right, folks, final segment here. Wrap things up on the Hogsby Podcast. Appreciate you guys checking us out. Uh, it's funny. We, we never get as much uh, listeners <laughs> after a loss. So if you're here with me, I appreciate it. Like I'm pounding my chest. Like I'm pounding my heart. I'm with y'all. Like y'all with me for real, for real. I really appreciate y'all. But listen, uh, it wasn't really much analysis that need to go on tonight i'm not gonna you know bore you guys with a whole bunch of ins and outs and numbers and facts and figures y'all saw it it was a butt whipping it's time to go to the next game right it's time to go to the next game uh next game just a few things that i'm going to be looking at one how does nate adjust um they were selling out on that pick and roll they were selling out on that pick and roll and does he tell Trey to look for those open shooters? Because those open shooters were wide the hell open. They were wide the hell open. And this could be the setup for a really big game for guys like Kevin Herter, John Collins. Because those guys I saw in several plays watching the tape, wide open. Wide open. Um, sometimes it may be hard to see. Uh, when you got four guys converging on you, <laughs> and, you know, in Milwaukee's long, they got them trees. So uh, it's going to be interesting to film session. So it's going to be interesting to see what type of adjustments Nate makes. Also, uh, role players typically don't shoot that well on the road. So we'll see what kind of offensive game that Milwaukee brings to Atlanta. I know that Atlanta State Farm is going to be rocking. I know it's going to be rocking. Um, they're it's it's become a hard place to win there now. I mean, it may not always been that, but it is now. You know, the fans here in the city are raucous. They're excited about this team, and, and very well they should be. Very well they should be. So uh, I'm really just going to be looking at adjustments. I'm going to be looking at injuries, uh, the health of Bogdanovich. How long can he keep going out there on that one leg? Uh, Cam Reddish, does his minutes increase? Does his role increase? If he's feeling good, my thing is this, you don't want to push it, you know, and and I'm trying to be careful with my, with, with saying this because it's tough because athletes are going to want to go out there. They're going to want to play the whole game if you let them, but God forbid, like a Kevin Durant situation happen where athletes says they feel better. They go out there. They try to push themselves on, on behalf of the team. And then what happens? They get hurt again, you know. And I just want Cam to make sure he's looking out for Cam more so than he is the Atlanta Hawks. Because if he gets hurt again, the Hawks can cut him and be like, you know what? You're damaged goods. Got to look out for yourself. You got to be careful. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. 
Ken's got to look out for himself, man. He's got to look out for himself because these organizations will use and abuse you and then cut you and then, you know, say you're damaged goods. So uh, I just I just hope he's healthy. I'm hoping he is uh, ready to roll and uh, hopefully he'll have a bigger impact next game if his body's ready, if his body's ready. And that's the big thing to me. Um, I think those are the main two things I'll be looking at. For the game, I don't think we'll do another preview preview episode. We did a series, uh, a preview series pod. Um, y'all make sure y'all check that out. Um, I believe it's like a, I think I did like an episode seventy seven B. Uh, go back in the archives, check that out. It's a pretty good pod, man. I got some pretty good stuff in there. If I gotta say so myself, so check out the series uh, preview. And uh, again, we appreciate you guys for checking out the Hawks beat. Um, this has been episode 79, man. Episode 79 of season 7. It's your man's E-Dub. Like we always say, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old school greats and new school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.